Hello everyone and welcome to the Cinema Judge. To all my regulars out there, welcome back. Now if you're new to the show, let me briefly tell you what we're about here. We love movies. We like to share movies with you. I'm the judge, you're the jury. The studios, they send me the footage. Clips, interviews, on the set footage, red carpet stuff. I put it together to make one giant infomercial. And I give it to you to make up your own mind. I'm not here to tell you to like a movie or not to like a movie. We have totally different paths. Who am I to tell you to like or not to like the movie? I hate being told what to do or what to think. So I do this. I give it to you. And you make up your own mind. It's that simple. Because any movie is somebody's favorite movie. Consider this a movie oasis. A place where you could come, get away from all the life's noises, and just focus on one movie. Because we all have stuff going on in the real world. I want a place you could sit down for a short period of time and just hear about a movie. It's this simple. We all want to spend our hard-earned money wisely. Because we all want the same thing. An enjoyable movie experience. Now, speaking of that, approaching the bench today, we have the new movie, 80 for Brady. Now, this is loosely based on a true story. And here's a scoop in a, in, in, in a nutshell. A group of friends in their 80s, make it their lifelong mission to go to a Super Bowl and meet NFL quarterback Tom Brady. In a a nutshell, a little bit more about the story, and you'll hear about this later on with interviews. In real life, these women were sitting, sitting at home watching football, and it was that first game where Tom Brady came in when the original quarterback got hurt. They couldn't find the remote. They couldn't turn the channel, and they got hooked. They started watching him play, and they started just you know, really get into his career. That's what propels them into the moment where they go, let's go see him in the Super Bowl. Without further ado, here's a trailer for 80 for Brady. Game's about to start. There's Tom. Oh, Oh, what a beautiful man. I like Gronkowski. We know, Chris. We've all read your Gronk erotica. It's not erotica. It's fan fiction. Very sexy fan fiction. Aren't you tired of the same old boring lives? Let's go to the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is no place for four old women. This could be Tom's last one. He's almost 40. That's like 80 in people years. Yeah, we're 80 in people years. I just really need this trip. I can't believe we're actually here. Taking this one. He's cute. So you don't have any tickets? How much for four? 10,000. 10,000? Well, I have a 20 in my strap-on. That's a fanny pack. If you wear it like this, it's a strap-on. Wow. It is so great to meet you. Beauty has no expiration date. Krish. I didn't flirt. He did. There's so much here to do. We could even win these tickets. This is a spicy wings contest. Bring the pain! I could use a little spice. I know her! If you black out, who you want me to call? An ambulance? Ow! If you did this to give us something to remember, why, honey, it worked. Do you think you could get us in? Follow me. These are my dancers. Prove it. What dance moves you ladies know? A twist. A jerk? Let's do it. Ray! Gronk. Hi. So big. Thank you. Isn't that what friendship is? That we face the unknown together? Let's go, Golden Girls. Come with me. Snake Hey, what? No, 
Let's go! Oh my God, that's Tom These are good. Very good. Oh, careful, they're high dosage. High dosage? Excuse me, I'm looking for someone. Are you okay? I'm Guy Fieri. Now, here's the deal with this movie. It's not a sports movie, per se. It's more about friendship and an adventure. And it's also not just a novelty about just women suddenly liking sports or football. Because we all know sports are a universal thing. It's not just a male-dominated you know, fan base. And that's what the director talks about next, Kyle Marvin. He talks about that this movie is just isn't about just a hey, sports or anything of that nature. It's it's far more than that. So he gets into that a little bit more. Now, if you don't know who Kyle Marvin is, he was involved in the 2019 film The Climb, the 2016 film Kicks, in the movie We Crashed in 2022. So first we're going to have Kyle Marvin talking about the whole concept of this movie. And then we're going to hear from Tom Brady himself talking about when he got the script and just the story in general. I feel like sports movies are some of the greatest American movies ever made. Uh, and I think comedies are the greatest movies ever made, truly. So for me, it was sort of a pairing of the two things that I thought were phenomenal. It's four women who are obsessed with you know, the Patriots and they're obsessed with football and it means a lot to their life. And, and I have people in my life, women in my life, who are obsessed with football and it means a lot to them. And so to me, it was a really genuine connection to say, to acknowledge the, the female fans out there. And it was something that came up early on in production that, that was like when we were in the writing process, which was to not make it a novelty that these are four old women who love football because it's not a novelty. It's a reality in America that, that, that women of all ages love football. And, and I think that that was something that we were very careful to say, this isn't a novelty. The novelty is the journey that they're about to go on. And that's where the fun is. I got a call from my agent, Jason Hodes, and he had spoke to me about this really cool script that came across his desk uh, from someone he worked with, Max. And the story was actually about his grandmother and these four amazing women uh, in Massachusetts, very close to where I played football for 20 years. And they were best friends for 50 years. And over the last 20 years, kind of our Patriot games brought them together uh, as great friends. And I think it's a really unique, fun story that's very compelling, and um, it's going to be a really fun story to tell. It's a great story. It's centered on football, but it tells you actually so much more about relationships over a long period of time. These women have been friends for long periods in their life, and they love football, but they love the ability to come together as friends and experience something really unique. And in this, they get to travel to a Super Bowl in Houston. There are a lot of funny things along the way that happen. There's a lot of kind of ups and downs, and ebbs and flows to the movie, and in the end, um, I'm not going to spoil the ending, but um, these women always find a way to make things happen, and I think there's some twists and turns, and uh, I think people really enjoy it. Now, that was Tom Brady. Now, this this is just off the top of my head. I wonder how that would be. He's like a first-time producer, I think, on this, on this picture. I wonder how that is, making a movie about an experience that you went through is it just, eh, no big deal, I lived it, I did it, no big deal? Or is it just kind of weird, like, wow, this, this kind of situation happened. When I was playing this game, here I'm out on the field, 
and all the scenarios happening in the background. Or again, though, maybe I'm overthinking it. But this movie is loaded with an incredible cast from Rita Morano, Sally Field, Jane Fonda, Lily Tomlin, Harry Hamlin, just to name a few. I mean, there is a ton of guest stars in this movie. But up first, we're going to hear from Lily Tomlin and Sally Field. And they're going to talk a little bit more about this film. But then, immediately after that, we're going to have a featurette. Now, in this featurette, you're going to hear a lot of interviews, clips, and they intersplice a lot of stuff within this couple minutes just talking about the movie in general. And just another side-side note, within this interview set, or this little featurette, you're going to you're going to hear some of these later on in their full-length version. But what they do in this featurette is they kind of slim them down just to make it a coherent little, boom, this is what the show's about or movie's about. So that's what's going to happen next. Lily, Sally, featurette. Well, it's about four women who are good friends. They live in Boston. One day they just happened to see uh, Tom Brady play football. And it was when he first comes on the field and he's the 199th draft pick. And they watched him just absolutely win the game. And they got hooked on him right away, and they started watching him week after week, and he just had a profound influence on their lives, and it gave a place for them to gather every week, you know, every Sunday. They looked forward to that, and uh, and they got just um, immersed in the sport. They didn't know a great deal about anything when they first started, but they very quickly educated themselves and and really were devoted to the, to the good times they had uh, watching him. And he just won Super Bowl after Super Bowl, and he was kind of dazzling. You, you know, he was considered the greatest. At, at some point in their lives, they they began to hear all the the accolades that were said about him, about him being the greatest quarterback that's ever lived. And they were just a huge fan club and very mad for him. And they decide one day to go to the Super Bowl that was being held in Houston. It was in. And they they get the wherewithal and they go, and it's everything that happens to them. <laughs> it comes together sort of accidentally through their uh, one time when they're together, and they can't change the channel, uh, and they ha- can't find the clicker, and they just and it was the first time that Tom Brady came on the field because the quarterback got hurt and he was the backup quarterback and he came off the bench. And uh, and they just went boink and started to watch, and little by little, and that's what it is. You know, if you start really watching, whether it's football or baseball or basketball, a team, and you watch the players, the artistry of the players, you start to know their personalities, and then you learn about their families and their children, and one of them's having a child at any moment, and you 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 know it it really is entertainment on a full round circle. And I think women look at it more like that than even men in that they they look at the whole package, or at least I do. Um, the young players coming up, how old are they? Where do they come from? How, how are they struggling? And um, the, the fences, the, the, the things they face, the hurdles to get to the next spot. Roll camera. Three, two, one. 80 for Brady. It's about four friends who win tickets to the Super Bowl where all kinds of adventures happen. 
There's Tom. Oh, oh what a beautiful man. So well hydrated. <laughs> I think there are opportunities for me to tell stories that are near and dear to my heart. And to be able to produce it with amazing actresses was very exciting for me. What made me want to be involved is Jane, Lily, Sally, and of course, Tom Brady. The people in this movie are totally out there. We're going to the Super Bowl to enjoy men the way the Romans did. Sweaty, tight pants. I'm a sports fan, and I think people underestimate the huge audience that older women are. Who's is this? It's all sweaty, but it's lovely. It's like bridesmaids meets Golden Girls. Let's go! Tom Brady is a miracle. He's just an absolute unicorn. <laughs> Don't bump your head on the mic. To work with them, it's really a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. They are really the goats in what they do. But you're so big. Thank you. I know people are going to love it. And as you heard there, you can just tell this movie is littered with just cameos, stars, everybody who's almost anybody is in this movie. Because I think everybody understood just how fun of a project this is and they just wanted to be part of it especially working with these legends of Hollywood. I mean, seriously, Rita Morano, Jane Fonda, Sally Field, everybody. This is just an incredible cast. And up next, we're going to hear first from Jane Fonda, and she has a laundry list of fantastic career that she's had. And I could just go on and on just on her alone for a whole show. But I'll, I'll, be, I'll spare you the details, and I'll give her the floor. And then we're going to have Rita, and you know the iconic role that really we remember her kind of almost, you know, iconically, the original West Side Story from 1961. It's just an incredible performance. And then what made it even better is when she was in the remake with Steven Spielberg in 2021. Not the same character, obviously, but he knew the just the gravity that she brings to a project. So he brought her in to play another role for the remake. So first we're going to hear from Jane, then Rita. And then immediately after that, we're going to play a scene. And in this scene, <laughs> all the ladies are sitting in the living room and they have a, a reveal of what somebody walks in with a, a present, like wrapped in a box and out come all these balloons. And they go, what's all this about? Well, I wanted to make a big deal, but all they had was gender reveal, you know, party boxes. And they go, who's having a baby? She's like, no, 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 no. They're not having a baby. This is how I just want to reveal that they're going to the Super Bowl. So that's what's going to happen. But Rita deserves a major part of this of the floor here. So when she comes up, just listen to her amazing woman. Here we go. I wanted to be part of this film because I, I think that it... We need to have a good time now in life, right? People need to laugh and feel good. And this is, this is definitely a, a feel-good movie. Every time I read the script and I come to the end, I, I, it makes me cry, but in a moving kind of a way. Football has a huge following, and I think football fans are going to want to see the movie. Tom Brady is in it. But also the chance to work with Sally Field and Rita Moreno, uh, both of whom are friends of mine, and to do another film with Lily Tomlin. So 
a lot of things came together, and it was fortuitous. It's a movie about friendship and football. Four women who've been friends for a long time, and they're big Patriot fans, Tom Brady fans, and they win tickets to see the, the Super Bowl in Houston. And it's their adventures as friends, each with a very interesting separate story, and then together coming to this game where all kinds of adventures happen. And it's funny, um, and, uh, and it's poignant also. I'm always attracted to projects that show the value of women friendships. We drill down to a soul level. And uh, speaking from my own experience, uh, women's friendships can really make the difference between a good life and a not-so-good life. We have each other's backs, and it's very comforting. What made me want to be involved is Jane Fonda... Uh, Lily Tomlin, Sally Field, what could be bad? And uh, I thought anything with these three ladies who have already said yes, <clears throat> who were very interested, I thought nothing bad can come of this, but only good. And uh, it's turned out to be exactly that. It's remarkable to work with them. It's about how women get along with each other. And what's good about it is that they're not always angels, with each other. They have their disagreements. Uh, Mora is kind of impossible in some ways because she says things like, I'm sipping my tea. And one of the other characters, what well, you mean you were drinking it? She said, drinking is vulgar. I sip. It's like, excuse me, la-di-da. So she's a bit of a pain in the arse. But they all are in their own ways. I mean, that's the fun of it. What's so wonderful about being our age is I am 90. We are what we are, and that's what I think makes the film so wonderfully uh, relevant right now. We ain't chicks. We ain't chickens. And uh, that becomes a plus because we're also very innovative. We have experience behind us. We have a history, uh, unlike very young women. So this makes it a very different film from the kind of film you might see with younger a for a four group of, of younger women you can do whatever you damn please uh, you, you know i'm 90 and that's exactly how i feel i can say what i wish i can get into terrible trouble and i have already you know i have a big mouth i'm kind of known for my uh big mouth but um i prefer to tell it as it is when we first meet more her, her husband's uh probably been uh, passed away about a couple of months, so she's still really grieving. And she cries at the drop of a hat. And uh, uh, she, one of the, well, it's not a gag, but, you know, every time she goes, <laughs> there's, there's Jane Fonda handing her a box of, of uh, Kleenex. And she's the one who dresses outlandishly, truly outlandish. It's not the housewives of, but it's, kind of there without being truly vulgar. And, uh, I, you know, you're always surprised to see what she's wearing. And that's fun because the women being women, and I mean that in the most non-pejorative way, uh, love to see costumes. And I'm the only one who really gets to wear costumes. And Alice, Alison Fanger, who did all the costumes for Grace and Frankie, dressed all of us. 
And of course, she dressed my character, and we had more fun. Okay, that's not big enough, that necklace. What can we find? Oh, that's really good, an earring like this. You know, that kind of thing. It's fun. What's going on? If you're acting very strange, Lou. Just keep your eyes shut. Lou, I've got to get home before dinner. It's craps night. You got your own house, Mara. Why are you still living in a retirement center? Oh, Frank loved it very much. Okay, look. Ooh, I love presents. I love presents. Oh my gosh, what is happening? I wanted it to be a surprise, but all they had were gender reveal boxes. Who's having a baby? No one. It's not a gender reveal, it's just a reveal. Of what? We won the tickets, we're going to a Super Bowl. Oh my God, how did that happen? It's a... uh, an example of uh, what uh, what can happen with loving relationships, which has very little to do with gender. It has everything to do with kindness and uh, love, and and um, and caring for each other. It's really, uh, I think, it's universal. So it's not, you know, people can come to that conclusion because there are, after all, four women in it, uh, four of whom are well known. But uh, I think we remind them that there's more behind uh, friendship than meets the eye. And uh, I think one of the lovely things about it, too, is that uh, we look after each other. Women are that way. You know, women are, on the whole, very nurturing creatures. And uh, it's not wasted, on me at least, that we do so well in that department. Maybe because we've been mothers, uh, or maybe because we've been beautifully mothered. But, uh, and it's something I just, and you know what's good about it too? Nobody talks about that in the movie. That is not the theme of the movie at all. It's, it's about just for people who get along in wonderful ways. See what I'm saying? There's no, absolutely no way I was going to sip on her interviews. I just gave her the floor. You guys come for the big guns. You don't come here to listen to me interrupt them. So that's why I just let those interviews go. <laughs> they're they're just they speak for themselves. Now another legend is coming up next. Lily Tomlin. I mean, look at her career from you know 1975 Nashville, nine to five in 1980. But the movie that I really like her again, she's had a million projects that are just top notch. But the one that always just cracked me up was a Steve Martin film from 1984, All of Me. If you haven't seen that movie or haven't seen it in a while, check that one out. Every time that one comes on, it just cracks me up. And, you know, I don't know how much it was, how, how it was received back in the day, but I know when it came out, I loved it and I love it to this day. <laughs> Those two together were just perfect. So she's up next and she's me talking about her relationship with Jane Fonda, but then also she talks about all the guest stars in this movie and just what they bring to it. And one of them is Guy Fieri. And just she just talks a little bit about him. And then immediately after that, we're going to hear from Guy just talking about working with these legends of cinema. I mean, how could you not be starstruck by these immensely talented woman, women, and they're there with you and, you, and you're on stage with them, doing a scene with them. I mean, talk about mind blown. 
Well, that's what's coming up next, guys. Jane and I have done a, a big fr- friendship talk on TED and all kinds of things. And uh, naturally, I, I have to always kid her uh, about whatever. <laughs> She's so in earnest and 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 so well-meaning and going to get the right information out to as many people as possible. And you know that when you have a, a, a really good girlfriend, you just know just how important that is to your your happiness, really, your your peace of mind, your just sliding through life well well oiled. You know, Chef Guy Fieri, he's uh, he's really something, and he's great. He was very sweet, very funny and friendly, but uh, totally out there. Uh, most of the people in this movie are totally out there. They're they're really uh, they're very warm, engaging. You like you like them. They're they're unafraid of who they are and and how they look or deport themselves or what they say. They're all sort of kind of a good nature boiling up inside of them. <laughs> it's legends. As I was walking to my to my green room and I'm walking by and it's everybody's name that they're portraying, you know, in the in the film, but I know who those names are and I'm like, that's Jane and that's you know, and Lily, it's it's really overwhelming. But you know, it's a great team. They're such they're so highly regarded as actors in this industry. Um, everybody, I think, is pretty pretty overwhelmed, or not overwhelmed, but just excited. Because when you get champions like this working on a film like this that has this type of meaning and background to it, it adds that extra special piece. I'll tell you something about this. The imagination in what has been written and this whole thing from start to finish is really super creative. I think people know these kinds of stories like, you know, groups come together and they do something and they're celebrating a time and they have a quest and all that. I think we've seen that. I think we've seen those kind of movies. But I think this right here has so many rabbit holes and little niches to it from the script that I read. I can't, I'm, I can't wait to see it. Now, coming up next, we're going to hear from the legend Sally Field. Look at her career. Just listening off a few off the top of my head right here. Steel Magnolias, 1989. Forrest Gump, 94. Lincoln, 2012. And the movie I remember seeing her first time, Smoking the Bandit. She nailed that character. <laughs> and when, just you know, when they nicknamed her Frog, for whatever reason, that just fit her perfect for that role. And I remember just later in life, I remember... A friend of mine reminded me just like her. It was like a mosh posh between her and several other actresses. But every time I think of Sally Field, I think of an old friend of mine. So it just it just makes me feel happy all over. So here's Sally Field. She talks about her character and how she has a, a little part of the role where she joins this eating contest. And she has to, only because she's hungry. And then after that interview, we have Guy Fieri. And he talks about working with Sally Field. And just how fun it is and nerve-wracking it is at the same time. But while that interview is going, he's outside and they're on the set. And as he's praising Sally Field, you you hear her really quietly in the background. Not quietly, but she's walking by in the distance. She says, oh, shut up. You know, whatever, and just cracks him up. So listen for that in the second part of the interview with Guy. You hear Sally Field in the background. It's just wonderful. I sort of created that because I was looking for specificity. And I know that she had this one aspect of in this show where she gets caught up in this eating contest just because she's hungry. And she'd said a few times, so I just put it, 
I put all those pieces together that wherever she was, if there was food, then she had a pile of it in front of her and just was constantly eating. And it just turned into um, who she was. That was the character that, where's the food and how much can I get in my mouth as quick as I can? <laughs> I'm a Tom Brady fan. Uh, I love the story arc of what's going on here. But to be honest with everybody, uh, I think that the end result was I get to shoot a, a scene with Sally Fields, who I have been a fan of forever in so many movies uh, for so many reasons. And uh, it's great to meet her and great to hang out with her and a little nerve-wracking. I'm not, you know, she's an amazing actress and has done this forever, and I'm a cook. <laughs> I'm just trying to keep it together in front of Sally. That's all I'm trying to do. <laughs> I'm just trying to keep it together. Um, this is something that's a little bit in my wheelhouse. I mean, not that I've hosted a chicken wing eating contest or a hot sauce contest, but I've eaten a lot of hot food and um, rallying the rallying people together and you know throwing festivals and so forth is something that I do. But it's uh, it's a little bit it's a little bit crazy to think who I'm talking to and I'm grabbing her by the arm and holding her up and saying, "Here's our champ," and doing that kind of thing. I'm like, you know, I'll make sure I don't grab. I, it's crazy. It's just really crazy. Now, Guy is just one of the many guest stars in this movie. Also, it stars Billy Porter. And Rita and Jane have nothing but top-notch things to say about him. So you can hear from Rita and Jane talking about Billy Porter. And immediately after them, we're going to hear from Billy Porter. Billy Porter and I did bond immediately. Uh, he's a lovely man. And, uh, and he's funny. But he's mostly a very special guy. He's a very sensitive person and uh, very thoughtful. I love the way that he articulates. Billy Porter is a force of nature. I so admire his flair, his courage, his acting chops. He was just extraordinary. So to get to get to know him and work with him was, was a real treat. It was wonderful, yeah. What's extraordinary about it is there's so much history um, that these four women bring, Jane Fonda, Lily Tomlin, Sally Field, and Rita Moreno. And for me, um, you know, I grew up with these ladies. Um, you know, I've learned so much about being an actor and being an art artist and being a humanitarian at the same time. You know, like all of the things that feel natural to me came because I was able to see all of these ladies before me. Um, and so it's really special and powerful to share the space with them. Well, I think, you know, the lesson that I glean from working with these ladies and being in their presence is that when you live um, a full life, when you um, choose yourself and you get to do what you love, um, there's life in that. Um, you know, who wants to retire when you love what you do? And that's what I get to see every day. That's what I get to look forward to. Um, you know, I want to be doing this till the day I die. The movie has sports in it. You know, I think it's, I think that's sort of the backdrop for it. You know, it's sort of the Trojan horse. That it is about the sport, it is about Tom Brady, but it's also about a circle of chosen family friends 
who have lived their entire lives together. And the beauty of that um, is really, you know, it warms, it warms my heart. It's a heartwarming, if you will, film. <laughs> We're going to hear next from Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda. First, Lily is going to talk about working with Jane Fonda, what chemistry they have, because they've worked on stuff before, and how wonderful that was to have her on set. And then after that, we're going to hear from Jane Fonda, just, you know, sharing her love for Lily Tomlin, just everything that she brings to it. And then she talks a little bit about Tom Brady, and then also then talks about the director, because she kind of has sympathy for the poor guy, because these women have this chemistry and this history together, and they just keep talking about, oh, remember this, remember this, remember that. And she's like thinking, he's just probably saying, guys, just stop. I'm trying to get this shot. This is some fun interviews coming up. Jane and I, uh, people have just remarked so often over the chemistry we had on Grace and Frankie. And uh, I suppose it harks all the way back to nine to five. And I have great admiration for her. And I love, I, I love the other t- two women, too. I mean, they've had incredible careers. And um, they're just all around very accessible, sweet, very kind, very uh, irreverent. So they're all the elements of a good time on the set. <laughs> Lily has the biggest heart and more empathy than anyone I know, and she brings that to all of her work, to all of her characters. She really, she really goes into the skin of her characters and brings them alive with tremendous compassion. And no matter what she does, she has a funny bone. You know, she makes it just very easy to laugh with her. Tom Brady is a miracle. He's just an absolute unicorn. (laughs) When we, the four women, first see him, when he's first starting out as a quarterback and our first reaction, which is a natural reaction, is, oh, my God, they're going to kill him. You know, this slender, tall guy. How, I mean, they're going to just roll over him. Not. Um, so, you know, to, to watch him play is, is to see a miracle. I think one of the biggest challenges that Kyle, our, our director, has is trying to get a word in edgewise because we have so many stories that we share, so many things we want to tell each other, remember whens and how did you. And um, But in that film that you did, you know, there's just, you know, we got a lot of mileage under our four belts and, and there's a lot to talk about. So he, he has a hard time saying, wait, wait, wait now, just... Be quiet for a second. I have something to say. I'm the director. We're enjoying each other's company a lot. Now, speaking about the director, he's up next. He's first going to talk about Jane Fonda and just the, the wapa that she brings to her performance. She just nails whatever she's doing. And then he starts talking a little bit more about the characters in this movie and all the women in his life that helped inspire him to make this kind of project and how he leaned on them. It's just really fun to listen to a director's mindset of why they took a project and really what's important to him or them and when they're making a project. And I just, I just is like one of those moments where we kind of get that whole behind the scenes in the mind of the creator 
of what they were thinking when they were making a project. Jane is a, a goddamn powerhouse. Uh, Jane is um, Jane's incredible. Uh, she's incredible in the sense that she takes what she does extremely seriously, uh, and and she really cares about her character and she cares about her performance. She's a consummate professional. Comes in locked on her lines with her own take a, very, a normally a great take on what she's doing with the with the character and she really finds honesty very quickly so what's incredible for me is that she really finds the honesty of of a character and you know if 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 i give her leash she'll go there and i uh, give her as much leash as possible because i'm i'm uh, amazed every time she sort of digs in I'm very connected with the women in my life and I can't speak for other people's experience, but certainly in my experience of the people around me, I wanted to recognize and treasure the dynamic of female friends. And I think that there's an honesty to it and there's an abrasiveness to it and there's a funniness to it and there's a sadness to it. Um, and all of those elements I wanted to recognize and um, find truth in as much as possible. And it was really important to me to try and make it as authentic as possible. And also, it was wonderful because once the women came on and were cast, we, we had very open conversations about this exact subject, about female friendship and about especially aging female friendship and, and long-term friendships, you know, friendships that span, you know, a lot of these women have lived long lives. And, and those friendships can, you know, go for 50, 60 years, 70 years, 80 years. Um, and so, and that's a long time to know someone, you know, and, and I think those friendships come and, you know, they split and they come together and, and there's a lot of depth to that. And, and I think that's been really beautiful having these women mind, not only the characters' friendships, but their own friendships to try and pull what truth they can out of it. One is the reality of, of the fact that these women are, you know, in their seventies, eighties and nineties, uh, in reality. Um, and, and that I think is unbelievable because the discipline they have and the hard work they put in every day is, is staggering. I mean, they show up at 6am and you know, they're off, they work 12 hours, they're on their feet, they're working hard, they're emotionally, it's emotionally demanding, physically demanding. And so there's that side of this whole equation, which is it's absolutely awe-inspiring and spectacular to watch them work as, as a human being watching you know, other people do work, whatever work it would be, it's, it's staggering. I feel an immense amount of pressure to do right by these women because they are legends and, and they deserve all the respect and, and all of the quality of projects surrounding their performance that they could possibly get. That comes from script and that comes from direction and that comes from you know, production design and all of the elements that surround these women. And so I feel a tremendous burden to sort of um, do right by them and do right by the story that we have in front of us. Uh, and so in that respect, I feel the weight of their presence on set. But they are incredibly generous and giving people and have given me a tremendous amount of support and power and, um, and have given me everything I could ever want for. I've never asked, I've never asked them for anything and been denied. And, and so I can, I, I, you know, I am honored to be given the privilege to work with them and, uh, and feel their support. Up next, we're going to hear from Tom Brady, 
Now, here's the deal with this, guys. I know how polarizing sometimes Tom Brady could be if you're a sports fan. You know, some people either love him, people hate him. You know, for me, I've always been rather indifferent. I mean, I appreciate his, his legendary greatness, but I wasn't polarized by him. I wasn't one of those fans that, you know, hated or loved him. I could appreciate his just his greatness. But so for those of you who might not see this movie just strictly based on because it's Tom Brady, try to put that at the back burner because it's not per se about him. It's about friendship, about a group of friends going on a voyage together. And that's what I'm, I try to tell people. It's like, get over yourself. It's not strictly about Tom Brady. He's just making a movie about these women going to still see a game together. So, you know, it's just, just a food for thought for you. But here he is talking about the talented cast of how him being the GOAT, working with all these legendary women. And it's just kind of cool hearing somebody on his masterful level can appreciate people who do something totally different, but are equally top of their game and are considered GOATs by many. And it's just fun hearing that. It's really a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for me to be in their presence, to see them act. Um, you know, they are really the goats in what they do. And uh, what a treat for me to be on set, to watch them, to just see how they think and to see how they move and their charisma on camera and off camera. All their amazing suggestions. I think it brings this amazing story to life. Now, I hope you enjoyed our in-depth look at 80 for Brady. Now, if you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, any way to improve the show, drop me a line, cinemajudge at hotmail.com or on any of the other platforms out there from Instagram, TikTok, Flipboard, whatever it is. I'm on most platforms. Go there, drop me a line because I can't grow if I don't know. So I really want your feedback because I want you to keep coming back. What's the point of doing it if no one listens? So please let me know what I'm doing right or doing wrong or what I could do better. Now, if you want to watch the TV version of this, because most of you know, this is first a TV show, which I convert to this podcast, and it airs in Bloomington, Minnesota's public television channel. But if you want to watch this and several more on demand, go to either Bloomington, Minnesota's webpage for the you know, public access or bit.ly backwards slash Cinema Judge. In this and a ton of, well, not a ton, but several other shows will be there for you on demand to watch whenever you want. But now is one of my favorite times of this show. It's shout out time. This is where I give a shout out to as many people as I can who listened to last week's episode. For all you around the world, I hope my voice finds you well. And I love hearing about how you listen to the show, whether you're working out at home you're driving your car, you're sitting at work, or just relaxing, whatever you're doing. I love hearing about that because some of you might be listening the day it drops, two weeks from now, or two years from now. So wherever, whenever, or whatever you're doing, this is for you. Now, all these shoutouts is not everybody, but pretty much the places that have you know several listens. So if you don't hear your stuff shout out, you know I do appreciate it. From the United States, Switzerland, Germany, the Russian Federation, Minneapolis, Minnesota, St. Paul, Minnesota, Denver, Colorado, San Francisco, California, Phoenix, Arizona, Cleveland, Ohio, Manteca, California, Littleton, Colorado, 
Morrisville, Pennsylvania, Zurich, South Hadley, Mass, Farmington, Minnesota, Frankfurt AMA in Hesse, and Moscow, just to name a few. So don't think for one second, guys. I know I, I'm redundant on this, but I don't want you to think for one moment that when I see your stuff pop up that you listened, that I'm not absolutely thrilled, because I am. I mean, I honestly do a boogie-woogie-woogie in my chair. Whenever I see somebody show up, I'm like, yes! Somebody took time out of their life to listen to this show. And so to each and every one of you, just because I blew by your names there, your cities, don't think that I don't just go salute to you when I see it. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And if you do like it, please tell a friend, family, or whatever you feel comfortable doing. Because, hey, the more the merrier, right? But now it's the bourbon shout-out. This week we have three great people that I talk to during the week. In a, in a order of appearance, so I just do it that way. Avery, thanks for helping me out. It was a great meal. I appreciate your insight and your opinions, and I hope you like the show. And then Iris. Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you about Iris. The mighty flower. And I'm not saying that to be rude or anything. She said I could call her the flower. And this woman, so talented, just focused, driven. And I guarantee you, this this incredible woman is going to be something someday, somehow. And when that happens, I'll make sure I'll let you guys know. But she was so inspiring to talk to. It was wonderful. So Iris, you super flower. I can't wait to see where you go and what you do. Please keep me posted. And then Ralph from FedEx. Hey man, every week when you come by with my delivery, it's so awesome to see you. I'm glad they put you back on the route. Hey, everybody who comes is always awesome. But I always appreciate you, Ralph. So I hope you enjoy the show. And I look forward to seeing you soon. So to all you three, cheers. But now you know what time it is. It's the music section. Like I said earlier, this starts off as a TV show. But I turn that into this podcast. But when I'm cranking out the TV show, I don't have to worry about audio or anything like that. I'm not on the show. You don't hear from me at all. It's just me, the computer, and I'm editing this thing to make it cohesive. So I'm always just cranking out the tunes. So this week, I just kind of like gave my little phone a spin on my Amazon Prime Unlimited Music doohickey. That's free when you have Prime. I first, I landed on the T section. So I first started listening to Tobias Gesso Jr. His album was called Goon. That's G-O-O-N. I absolutely love that album. If you ever have a chance to check that out, Tobias Gesso Jr. Goon. And then... I went to Tom Petty. I did Tom Petty and Heartbreakers, Tom Petty's Greatest Hits. Kind of a homage podge of all this stuff kind of into one little file I have. Every once in a while, you just got to have the Tom Petty fix. Because Tom Petty, come on. And then, ironically, he's in the same, he's in a band, another band with a T in it, the Traveling Wilburys. They are just phenomenal. The whole, everybody in the band, it was like one of the super groups back in the day. Well, not back in the day, but just several years ago. But Traveling Wilburys, just top-notch. Every one of those, they, only, they, they didn't put out a lot of stuff. But what they did put out was just tight and perfect, and I loved it. And then I moved on to a band I had never heard of, but a buddy of mine at work turned me on to them. The band is called View From The Hill, and the album's called Don't Look Back. And I thoroughly enjoyed it, because I, I love finding new music. Because a lot of times I kind of get stuck in the same old routine over and over and over again, which is my jam. But every once in a while, 
a buddy of mine, he could just tell me, check out this band, whatever. And you're just like, dude, solid album. And again, that's View From The Hill. That's the name of the band. The album was Don't Look Back. Well, that is it, my fellow judge heads. My glass awaits. I'm thirsty. So cheers to you and to the movies. So until next time, be well, be good, and I'm gone. I'm Jeff. Thanks for listening to The Cinema Judge.